Hello, and welcome back to the Chemistry Made Simple podcast. If you're a returning listener, thank you very much. I really appreciate you coming back. And if you're a new listener, welcome. You're in the right place to get chemistry confident. Why not press pause and subscribe now so you don't miss any more? This is episode eight. I'm your host, Matthew Macario, and today we're going to introduce acids. And when I say introduce acids, I mean introduce deeper understanding of acids. Your understanding of acids and the calculations you will need to do involving acids really steps up at this level. But let's start with some basics. What is an acid? So believe it or not, there are several ways which we can define an acid. But the one that's most commonly used and the one that you'll be expected to use is the Bronsted-Lowry definition. And that definition is that an acid is a substance that can denote a proton Meanwhile, a base is a substance that, that can accept a proton. And when we're talking about proton here, we're talking about an H plus ion. Think about that for a minute. So a hydrogen atom has one proton and one electron. But if we ionize it, we lose that one electron. It becomes an H plus ion, which means there's just one proton. There's no electrons going around it. So H plus ion it's just a tiny proton. There's no longer size of an atom. It's much smaller. But it still has a positive charge over that tiny surface area. So it's very reactive. And of course, acids are very reactive. So because the proton is so small, but has a full positive charge, it has a very high charge to surface area density, the very tense electric field because of that and that's what makes it so reactive. In fact, protons don't really like to just stay independent like that. So we usually consider acids in aqueous solution. In doing so, the proton bonds itself to water molecules. A water molecule has two lone pairs of electrons on the oxygen atom, and the positively charged proton that is the H plus ion is very much attracted to those lone pairs. So we end up with water molecules gaining an H plus ion and becoming H3O plus ions. And you might occasionally hear that ion being referred to as a hydronium ion, H3O plus. So what's the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about acids? Well, it's probably pH, isn't it? And pH is a numerical value we give to the concentration of H plus ions. And to calculate it, we use a logarithmic scale. So so pH equals the negative log of the hydrogen ion concentration in moles per decimeter cubed. That's one you should commit to memory because you'll use that quite a lot when it comes to calculations involving acids. And believe me, you will get questions with calculations related to acids in your exam every time. So I'll say that again. pH is the negative log of the hydrogen ion concentration in moles per decimeter cubed. So the other thing I wanted to introduce to you today was the concept of strong acids and weak acids. By definition, a strong acid is one that we consider dissociates completely in water. In other words, the proton is released by every molecule of the acid when we dissolve it in water. And we consider these to be the big name acids that you're used to dealing with. Nitric acid, hydrochloric acid, sulfuric acid, 
or a few others as well, but those are the key ones that you'll come across and be very much used to in the college lab and when you're working through chemistry assignments and questions too. A weak acid is one that doesn't dissociate completely. When we say dissociates completely, we mean that every single molecule of nitric acid ionizes into H plus and NO3 minus. Similarly, if we have hydrochloric acid in water, every molecule of HCl dissociates. So we have an H plus ion and a Cl minus ion. We don't get molecules remaining as HCl. So it follows that a weak acid has a definition that it doesn't dissociate completely when we mix it with water. And actually with a weak acid, most of the molecules stay unionized, they stay complete. And only a relatively small number ionize into H plus ions and whatever the anion is. A good common example that you probably know is ethanoic acid. And this only partially dissociates in water, so you get some dissociation to give H plus ions and, and ethanoate ions, but most of the molecules stay complete as ethanoic acid. In fact, it's a reversible reaction. We don't get some molecules dissociating and then things stay as they are. So the concentration of H plus ions in a weak acid solution is quite small. This could be quantified by using the pH scale. One thing I wanted to point out at this point is a common misconception between strong acids and weak acids. The difference between a strong acid and a weak acid is not the concentration of the acid. You could have a strong acid that is very dilute. You could have a weak acid that is very concentrated. The label strong acid and weak acid have nothing to do with the concentration of the acid itself and everything to do with what proportion of the acid molecules ionize in water or dissociate in water. Now we mentioned that weak acid molecules only partially dissociate in water and what happens is an equilibrium is set up between the, the reactants which are the acid and water and the products which are aqueous hydrogen ions and the acid anion, so ethanoate in the example we used before. It's a dynamic equilibrium, as all equilibria are, and that means that molecules of acid are dissociating during the forward reaction and that hydrogen ions are reassociating with their anion. And that means that the forward reaction, the dissociation, and the reverse reaction, the getting back together of the hydrogen ion and its anion are both occurring at the same time and both at the same rate when we get to equilibrium. And that, of course, means there is an equilibrium constant. And that equilibrium constant is another way of measuring how much dissociation our weak acid goes through at a particular temperature. And in fact, we use the equilibrium constant associated with weak acids a great deal. And we're going to cover that in forthcoming episodes. Let's have a brief summary of what we've talked about today. We talked about the, us using the Bronsted-Lowry definition of acids and bases, so that an acid is a substance that do, can donate a proton, and a base is a substance that can accept a proton. We talked about aqueous protons and the fact that they combine with water molecules to give H3O plus ions. And we've talked about the difference between strong and weak acids and that's all about 
the amount of dissociation and not about the concentration of those acids. So I hope you found this episode useful. Please do let me know. And if you want to get in touch, you can do so on Instagram. Just contact me. It's at Chemistry Made Simple. And you can also email me if you wish. And that's Matthew at chemistrymadesimple.net. And in the next episode, we're going to talk more about the equilibrium constant associated with weak acids. So to be sure you don't miss that episode, subscribe now. I look forward to speaking to you again in that episode too. Until then, take care and goodbye.